This is the Sex Mancers Podcast. Sweat, baby, sweat, baby. Sex is a Texas drought. Me and you do the kind of stuff that only Prince would sing about. So put your hands down my pants and I'll bet you feel nuts. Yes, I'm Cisco. Yes, I'm Ebert. And you're getting two thumbs up. You've had enough of two-hand touch. You want it rough. You're out of bounds. I want you smothered. Want you covered like my Waffle House. Hash browns coming quicker than FedEx. Never reach an apex. Just like Google Calls. Knock you off. Welcome back, ladies. Hey, I want to go ahead and start asking you a question here. Do you really think that sex is just a spur-of-the-moment thing, that you're just doing something random, and all of a sudden the mood strikes, it gets hot and passionate, and the next thing you know, you're having passionate, slow, amazing sex like in the movies? Of course not. That's not how these things go. That's not realistic. All right, There's a lot of things that go on that can hinder sex, and things that can go on that just does not create the mood. The more your uh, relationship goes on, the more you realize that you got to plan out your time of having sex. The more you got to, you know, think about scheduling sex, you know, especially if you have kids. And the more you got to prepare in advance. If you're just constantly going off and thinking, sex should just be a spur-of-the-moment feeling you're probably not going to get as much sex as you are hoping for. And at the same token, uh, when you're trying to set this up to rekindle, reignite the relationship with the man in your life, it's probably not going to go as smooth as planned. Now, we've talked before about, you know, taking control, you know, being the aggressor, you know, just grabbing him, uh, surprising him by appearing from another room blatantly naked. You know, we've talked about, you know, just, you know, going from the couch and or chair and tiger crawl over to him and start giving him a blowjob. We've talked about all this stuff, right? We've talked about all, a lot of the things that you can do. But one of the things uh, that you need to do, which is just as important, if not more important, in setting up the expectations, setting up, what it is that you're wanting to do that night and all that is you need to flirt all day. Now, flirting when you're single and you're thinking about, you know, the hot guy across the room. Yeah, sure, that comes natural to you. But flirting with the guy that you've been in a relationship with for the past five years. Yeah, you kind of started uh, to slack off a little bit there, haven't you? I, and it's only natural. I mean, it's not me saying that. You know, now that you've got the guy hook, line, and sinker, you don't feel like you have to try anymore to be sexually appealing. It's more of a, the longer you're in a relationship, the harder it is, you know, to really keep things going. And so one of the things that you can do to start setting the mood and setting the pace of what it is you want to do to get him thinking uh, about it, you know, to get him starting to think about the things that he's going to want to do is you need to start learning to flirt all day, you know, with him. And, you know, as you do this, he may start flirting back with you. And then you got some things going here. Now you're, now you're setting yourself up for a good night. And with all this flirting all day, 
you could probably set up something romantic or something kinky or whatever floats your boat. But it all starts out with the flirting. And when you first start flirting, it plants the seed in the mind. I mean, just think about it, about it from this perspective. When, it, when your guy starts flirting with you, you know, starts off by sending a text, you know, uh, I love you. And then starts sending another text, man, you know, you, I like the way your butt looked in those jeans yesterday. Or, you know, whatever, you know, it depends on how sly and original he is versus how corny and predictable uh, the statement is. The point is, you know, he will start flirting back, but, you know, you uh, may want to start uh, the flirting first if you're the one uh, needing to get the ball rolling to ignite your relationship. Okay, so you have to be intentional uh, with the flirting and as the flirting goes on, right? As the flirting goes on, uh, you may want to add in some details into the flirting. You know, you start off light, but as it progresses throughout the day, maybe you send them a text of, "Hey, I I was uh, really thinking about, you know, last the last time you t- tied me down and how much I enjoyed that." Or, you know, there's a whole lot of scenarios in which you can in your flirting start describing maybe some of the things you would like him to do to you tonight think about that think about that now you don't have to be in the same room or both at home to start setting this mood to start the flirting you can do it via text message right you can go through and you know sexting for instance that is a way of flirting with your significant other. You know, you can uh, start also sending a short video. You know, that's one of the nice things about this phone. You can, you know, record just a brief short video of something you want to say or, you know, something uh, that you kind of want to do. Now, you may want to, you know, give them a heads up that the video should not be seen with other or viewed with other people around. Uh, you know, because if you're going to go off and show a video, um, you know, of yourself, you know, naked with your hands caressing all over your body, you might want to give him a heads up so he doesn't open that up uh, at work in the cafeteria with, you know, so many people passing by wanting to stop and catch a peek. All right. Same thing with pictures. You can send him, you know, nice little pictures, you know, little, you know, selfie, you know, all dolled up and maybe a pouty kissy lip. You know, you can, you know, uh, breasts. You can even send them a picture of your pussy, right? You can do that, you know, and set that up. And now this type of flirting is vastly more overt. Uh, But you could also do a lot of subtle things, you know, as well. You know, give them little hints and... You know, maybe you can even set it up with your creativity in your flirting where you plan it out where each little flirt also provides a subtle hint, one piece of the puzzle of what it is you want him to do to you tonight. So it kind of gets him, you know, not only in uh, the mindset that, oh boy, I want to get home tonight. But it also keeps his mind entertained uh, for a while while he's trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together 
and trying to figure out what exactly it is that you want him to do to you, right? Because guys, you know, we are natural problem solvers. Our mind works in the whole, here's the problem, here's the solution. Hey, I need to put this uh, together. Here's the puzzle. Now let me go through and start putting some of the pieces together. That's the way we operate, which is why, you know, if you notice, when you try going to a guy and tell him about, you know, a problem you're having at work with somebody or, you know, an issue uh, that you're having, their natural tendency is to want to provide you advice on how to solve that problem, which is why, you know, most couples have come to realize that, you know, women, when you want to talk about a problem you're having, you start the conversation off with, I just want you to listen. I'm not looking for you to solve the problem for me. You know, women who do that, you know, solve all, you know, prevent a lot of arguments. They do. The women that just uh, go off and blurt out about their problems and then get upset when the guy starts trying to solve it and didn't let him know that she's not looking for a solution, that creates a lot of problems here. All right, so you, you kind of, you know, got this going up right now. Now, you need to be, you know, open about your flirting. You know, now, I know I've mentioned that you should be, you know, subtle and clever with it, but that only goes too far. At some point, you're going to have to be less and less subtle about your flirting, about what it is that you are hinting at, and just come out and say it. Right? You're just going to have to come out and say it because, let's face it, guys can be a little dense. Guys cannot always pick up on subtle hints or clever little clues. I mean, it's okay to start off with that, but if he's not picking up on it at some point, you're just going to need to come out and say it. You're just going to need to come out and tell him, hey, I want you to tie me down. you know, Or, hey, I'd really like it if you blindfold me and you know, um, got me from behind in the doggy position. Or, hey, I just want, I'm going to make sure you lay down, uh, relax while I just take care of you. You know, you may have to come out and be that overt. If he's not catching on the hints and the subtle clues uh, that you are starting off with with flirting. Okay, so here's the thing about flirting all day. If you just first in your opening move, Come out and say, hey, I want to give you the best blow job ever when you get home. Yeah, that will set up some excitement, but that kind of takes the fun out because where do you go from there? Where is it that you're going to go uh, from there in order to start flirting all day and engaging more and more in the relationship? Because as you set out more subtle you know, flirting and hints, uh, the more he's going to have to want to or need to respond and he's going to want to be you know a little more uh, affectionate he's going to want to be flirting back and all of that okay now you're going to have to be patient when it comes to flirting by text or by video or by picture because if you're doing this while he's at work he may not be able to respond immediately right away because maybe he's in a meeting and that meeting can go on for, you know, maybe it's 30 minutes, 
Maybe it's an hour. Maybe he's in uh, all-day meetings. Okay, that's fine. That's that's perfectly okay. Uh, you can still send him flirts, but I would leave it at no more than you know three, maybe four flirty messages, uh, and before stopping and waiting for a response. Right. So do that. But if he hasn't responded after the fourth uh, message sent, do not keep sending them. Right. He may be in an all-day meeting where he's not able to check his phone, or you know he has to wait, you know, until his break, in order to be able to get away and look at his phone, you know. And so you got to be mindful of that. Don't be panicking if he's not responding to you right away. And some of the things that you can do in your flirting messages is. Maybe you'd uh, plan it out where you take a picture of yourself, uh, let's see here, nude, and then you get dressed, you go outside, and you take a picture of the pool, right? And then you can, I mean, that's what I'm talking about when it's like some of the puzzle pieces. Now, that puzzle piece is very obvious, very overt, right? But... It does set up, you know, something specific so that he can start thinking about all the ways or things uh, that you can get away with in the pool. You know, whether that pool has a privacy fence, uh, you know, keeping the neighbors out or whether uh, there is no privacy fence and you're really just uh, trying to figure out how to get away with it, you know, where it doesn't look uh, overtly obvious. So there are things. Uh, that you can do in setting this up. Okay. Now, when you're home, you know, together, this makes the flirting a lot more easy because you're not just going off and sending out text messages, pictures, and short video clips. You can now do, engage in active touching. You know, so you can come up uh, behind him and start hugging him. You can get in his way purposely in order to get a kiss out of him. Um, you can take his hand and have and place it uh, on your breast yourself or anywhere else on your body. Uh, you know, you can start setting up that flirting. You can make sure that you dress in such a way as to be eye appealing, whether the clothes are skin tight or whether those clothes are a little skimpy and revealing. You can make sure to consciously, you know, uh, swing your hips a little bit more. Uh, when you're walking around, you can, you know, uh, you can also do gestures. You know, you can, <clears throat> you know, for instance, uh, when you're eating a hot dog, you can simulate like you're giving it a blowjob. Or maybe that should be more of a banana. You know, you can, you know, uh, stick your tongue out a little bit and, you know, kind of circle around. You can give visual imagery, you know, uh, to your flirting. You know, you can also uh, engage in a little bit of wordplay in which, you know, makes it obvious that your mind is in the gutter. You know, really, when you think about it, you know, you can get away and come up with a lot of things in which uh, you can use uh, to flirt uh, with a guy. You know, and it doesn't really take a whole lot. You know, but I will say this. You need to use a little bit of caution here. 
right? Because when you're home and you're engaging in all of this flirting, you know, constantly touching him, wanting to get a kiss, putting his hands, you know, on places of your body, giving him all that gestures, you know, that's fine. But if you overdo it, you can run the risk of having an issue of the lost puppy dog. Now, I'm not sure if you notice that, but, you know, sometimes, you know, women, you know, one of the issues that come about is you may be so starving for attention that you come off like a lost puppy dog. You follow him around from room to room. You don't really have anything to say, anything that you really want to talk about. You know, he may be, you know, um, trying to do something like he's trying to read or he's doing something on the computer, you know, whether that's fun and games or whether he brings his work home or whether he works from home and you're just sitting in the same room quietly, just staring at him with a sad look in your eyes going, please pay attention to me, please. I mean, that can get old really quick. And if, yeah, so you want to avoid the lost puppy dog issue, right? Because that can go quickly from flirting and sexy to annoying God, get away from me, I need a little space. So be mindful of that. And it's really going to be hard to tell you where that line is because that line is going to be different for each and every one of you. So you're going to need to be paying attention you know, to how receptive he is versus indications that he may be getting annoyed. And once you start getting an indication that he's getting annoyed, back off, right? Back off. It's not a rejection. It's just, you know, not very many people can tolerate someone following them around all day, nonstop, giving them absolutely no break whatsoever, all right? So just uh, be mindful of that. Now, if the kids, you know, are around, um, you know, this, uh, you have to be mindful of where the kids are at when you're flirting or with what you're going to do while you're flirting. I mean, do you really want to model an issue uh, where the kids get confused and think it's okay to just grab any woman's breasts uh, out of the blue? No. You know, you need to make sure because a lot more is caught than taught. So if you're saying something is wrong, but you, you know, you're not, you know, capable of explaining to them the difference between, you know, uh, being in a relationship versus not being in a relationship, and they may not fully understand the relationship versus non-relationship deal. You know, if they just see you two constantly grabbing each other and, uh, you know, on the breasts and the crotches, on the butts, you know, they may get a little bit confused about what is and isn't okay when they go to school. So you kind of got to be mindful and adjust your behavior there. Plus, I mean, come on, you remember what it was like being a kid. You don't want to scar your kids with all that, you know, passion and romantic display all over the place. So, you know, you got to keep that in mind. But if the kids are not around, right, uh, then what gets to be fun is that you get to act like a teenage girl again. 
I mean, teenage girls, they are natural at, at being able to flirt and pull off so much sex appeal. You know, they, you know, and I get it. I get it. You know, it, it's not just that they're young and hot, you know, um, you know, it's that they don't have the emotional maturity that you have, you know, a decade later, you know, uh, in your 20s, in your 30s, in your 40s, where you're more self-conscious about it. You know, uh, teenage girls, you know, they don't really care. They're, you know, open and free about being all flirty and seductive. Even if, you know, they're not sexually active, they're still well aware of their sex appeal and their ability um, to use that to their advantage in interactions with men. And I, I remember uh, quite well uh, about this. You know, but, you know, just try to be like that more with the man in your life, with the husband being more open and free with your flirting and showing off your sex appeal to them. You know, you just got to stop being shy. And then you can also, because <clears throat> I remember, um, you know, oh man, I remember this one girl, every time she was horny, she couldn't stay still at school. Uh, she was always kind of bouncing around a little bit and really flirty, you know, and, you know, I, I hung around her uh, quite a bit. Uh, she was a close friend of mine. And, you know, yeah, we jumped in the sack, you know, once, but, you know, that was kind of a major disappointment, you know, but, you know, teenagers, you know, let, let's face it, they're not sex experts. And so be fun, be energetic, be, you know, just, you know, just remember what it was like as a teenage girl. Now, if you were kind of the self-conscious prude, then just start thinking about what the popular girl, you know, looked like, or maybe not even the popular girl, but the girls who were more outgoing and was obvious uh, about being sexually active and how they flirted uh, with every guy in sight, but then direct all of that flirting towards the guy in your life. It's really not that complicated, women. Uh, you need to be able to set the stage, set in the mood. I mean, this is kind of like, you know, the if we were talking about a movie, this is the narration at the beginning, giving the, you know, uh, backstory of what it is you're about to see, you know, what it is that's about to happen in this movie. And all of this, all of this is really just to say, you know, that you're just trying to put sex and relationship at the front forefront of both of your minds. You're thinking about it because you're trying to, you know, reignite the relationship, which is why you're here listening to this. And you're trying to plant the imagery into his mind, the suggestions into him so that he starts thinking about uh, the relationship, uh, the romance and all of that more towards the front of his mind rather than stuffed away in a little box at the back of his mind. You know, there's a great uh, video clip about, you know, guys, we put everything in little boxes in our mind, and we only focus on one of those boxes at a time. You know, uh, we got a box, 
you know, for work, a box for family, a box for romance and relationship. We got a box. I mean, we compartmentalize everything. And then we got a box of nothing, right? Of nothing. And that is a box uh, guys like to go to quite a bit where we don't think about anything. We don't consider much. We just, you know, get to, uh, how should I say? Just get to sit back and relax mindlessly without a thought in our mind, right? And that is, uh, you know, the default go-to. But by you flirting all the time with him all day, you're bringing him out of that nothing box. You know, when he gets home, I mean, it's hard to go to the nothing box at work. I mean, we'll just be honest there. But at home, the nothing box is he just goes and he sits in quiet. Or he just goes and watches TV. Or he just sits out, um, you know, on the deck, patio, whatever. Uh, just drinks a beer and stares out the window. I mean, that is the nothing box. And so your flirting is going to jolt him out of the nothing box and into the sex and relationship box. And keeping that in his mind is going to keep the focus more on you. All right. And the more the focus is on you, the more the focus is also on building and deepening the relationship. All right. So that is uh, what I have uh, for this episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope uh, you'll recommend this to other people as well. And you know what? Leave me some comments here. Um, you know, and some of the comments are, if I were to go off to monetize uh, the podcast further, I mean, yeah, I was able to make a deal where I ran uh, some ads here at, at the beginning of the podcast, uh, but, or the beginning of when the show started, uh, to be more precise, not particularly this episode, but if I were to go off and monetize the, uh, the podcast more, um, how would you feel about that? You know, would you, you know, be more along the lines of, you know, ad placements and sponsorships? Or do you think uh, you would want to get to a situation of donations? You know, I know some people, you know, will go through like Patreon or PayPal me uh, for just free donations. Or, you know, would the monetization um, that you would think uh, is best suited here is to bring some of you on uh, to the show and do some relationship coaching with you and have that relationship coaching, you know, be, uh, you know, what the episode uh, is going to be about, uh, but you pay for the coaching advice. You know, kind of, you know, thinking around about this just a little bit here. I am taking a look at, uh, you know, all you listeners out there, you know, uh, the download numbers and everything. And wow, you know, I appreciate that quite a bit. And I just, I just hesitate about monetization. You know, the best way to go around, uh, around about it uh, without diluting or undercutting uh, the purpose of this podcast. So leave me some comments. Uh, you can, uh, do, you know, tweet me on uh, at uh, Sexmancers. You can go to facebook.com forward slash Sexmancers. Leave me some comments and stuff. I, I'd like to thank you so much for your time and attention today. That means a lot. 
and I will be back again soon.